and stop mocking me. Nobody likes you. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Grapples Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to whether or not you will be fasting for the upcoming Yom Kippur. I will not be, because even if I was Jewish, if you see me, you know I don't fast for nothing. Anyway, (laughs) as always, you're listening to us on SoundCloud.com, slash Grapples of Apples, that's Grapples on number two, Apples. If you don't like SoundCloud, you got Google Play Music, you got Apple Podcasts, you got iHeartRadio, doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. As always, I'm one of your hosts. Mr. Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, that's well because maybe that's who I is. Once again, as we stated on this week's weekly episode on Friday night slash Saturday morning, joined from Strong Island. We're back! It's the Suburban Brothers, barbecue and beer, Tommy Boy, and the Baby Maker are here! Let's go! (laughs) As much as I love and appreciate that, you you gotta back off the mic a little bit, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. I bring in the energy... You don't want the smoke, brother. Let's go. I'm I'm all about the energy, baby. I love the energy, but I don't want fans having bleeding ears. Am I am I this am I too close now? Am, yes, I, am, close. I, am, I, am I too close? Okay, so over here, back up right here, that's, right here. That's good. That's good. That's, that's good. fine. Barbecue <laughs> and beer, baby. The super <laughs> are here. Let's go. <laughs> Sorry, we gave him sugar after dinner. <laughs> yeah, it was chocolate marshmallow. Uh, uh, ice cream. It was fantastic. That's great. Anyway, Tommy boy, thank you for also being here. <laughs> oh yeah, Tom's here. Hey, Tom. <laughs> and with me came another, yet another fan for Grapples to Apples. You're welcome. Oh, don't don't start with your, your ego whoa, trip, whoa. right? I deal with that enough with shades on a weekly basis. Tom, I don't no, we have two. You. We have two. We have who we talked about earlier, and we have Suburban Puppy. We sent you the picture. <laughs> Well, Loki's an unofficial. He's he's the new like I don't want to say the unofficial mascot because that's Russell's job. No, but that's Russell. Now we, Russell. That's Russell's job. That's what I'm saying. That's Russell's job. But he's now we fan. have like a, I'm with it. I'm with it. Suburban puppy. When, part it, of when the group. he when he fully grows, he could be the enforcer. There you, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Anyways, we're here to talk about WWE Clash of Champions 2020 live from the Thunderdome. 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 So, you should end it in a, thun- a lightning strike there. Boom. <laughs> yeah, but for me to do that, I'd have to go and look for the sound effect and then drop it in. I'm not doing that. I'm tired. <laughs> God, you're like the WWE writing staff. You just don't want to work for it. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> all right, folks, before we get into all of it, because we actually have quite a bit to talk about for this show, to be honest. A hell of a lot. <laughs> Before we get into any of that, before we get into all of that, since you did it last week, I'm gonna have to ask my my, my man Tommy Boy to do it this week. Oh man, not no, fair. you got to do it. No, okay, no, fine. cut your crap. Fine, sit back. I'm sitting back. Gosh. Tommy Boy, yes, sir. Would you please give me the honors of ringing that bell? All right. So the 
they switched things up a bit because initially they had announced that on the kickoff show was going to be Oscar versus Lena Vega. Um, but we also, I'm, I'm assuming they switched stuff around because we also had an announcement before the show that Nia Jax, uh, Shayna Baszler, and Nikki Cross were all not medically cleared to compete. AKA, I wonder why. Someone got corona. Someone got corona. My corona. And you I'm know, sorry, we it's not funny, but on Friday, and it's it's just insane how, like, yep. and you know, two out of the three, I feel bad for. You know, that's not nice to say, but <laughs> still, it's like we we talked about this Friday. We we kind of shot on them for being so like, don't tell anybody. You know, you yeah. know, just do whatever, and there, here we go. But you know, I don't know that it didn't serve the the pay per view better. For this to go down this way. Well, you know, okay, okay, anyway, let's... So, the kickoff show now featured the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match between Cesaro and Shinsuke defending their titles versus Lucha House Party. Uh, I mean... The match that I said that should have been there on Friday. Right, exactly. Uh, Whatever. Anyone have anything they want to mention about the match? Anything that they want to point out? It was... Listen, it was good for what it did. Like, it didn't, you know, pump me up for the show, but it also didn't make me want to run in the other direction. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was, it was a, a look, wrestling kind of thing, you know? Yeah, it, it happened. It wasn't offensive. It was, okay, the yeah. night started. Let's get the show yep. going. Okay, it's here. It's there. Whatever. Google, thoughts, anything? Um, not really. Move along to the next match. Exactly. So, <laughs> Cesaro and Shinsuke retain their titles because duh. And no. we move on to the show opening proper. And now, if this was a show with a crowd, this is how you open a pay per view. Absolutely. Triple threat ladder match between Sami Zayn, Jeff Hardy, and AJ Styles to determine. The undisputed Intercontinental Champion, Jeff Hardy, came in as the current champion. Um, they all, quote-unquote, have a reason for thinking that they should be the champion. AJ has the least case, but whatever. Um, they gave this match 26 minutes. And what did I say to you guys on Friday? I said, if they give them at least 20 minutes, this could be amazing. And aside from some issues I had with the finish... Man, this match, this, uh, hi, my name is William and I'm here for this match. The the finish is the only thing I took issue with. Yeah, same. It, w- before we get to the finish, it was, first of all, okay, so if anyone did not watch any of Sami Zayn's stuff from Ring of Honor when he was El Generico, this is stuff that, like, this was El Generico Ladder Wars type stuff. It watch you almost forget how good Sami Zayn is mm-hmm. until you watch a match like this, and it's just like, oh man, man, is he good? And then of course AJ's AJ, and you know, for as much you know flack as we give Jeff Hardy, which I think is well deserved, I think tonight Jeff was like, okay, we're gonna turn back the clock. If I'm gonna hang with AJ and, and Sami, I'm gonna have to bring it. Because I, this is probably the most entertained I've been by Jeff Hardy in years. Yeah. True. You had him do that swanton off the that giant ladder onto Sami Zayn, like through the regular ladder. 
I was like, bro, like, dude, he was, on the, top, he was on top of the ladder. I forgot who it was that pushed him off the ladder and it hit the um, corner, bounced off the ropes. The ladder tumbled over him, almost smashed him. It actually closed on him. And once. it closed on him. And then me and yeah. Tom were like, what are you doing? Like, what yeah. is we, – we were just like, no. <laughs> there was a lot of no match. It's like you're you're a parent and you're telling your kid, don't yes. do that. No. Yeah, there was a lot of spots where I was like, these guys are treating this B pay-per-view like it's a big four pay-per-view. Because they just went for it. They went for it. For sure. You know what? That's how you're supposed to start the show. Because you know yeah. that got us in. We were now invested. Yep. I wasn't then, looking for stuff to do to pass the time. Yep, 100 percent agree. And what I love is like the little the little t- I always like the little details. So like there was one point where I think it was Sammy and Jeff were battling with the ladder. The ladder bounces off the rope and it slightly moves out of position. But because it bounces, Sami Zayn uses that bounce to correct the positioning of the ladder. And then they put it back to where it's exactly where it's supposed to be. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. see, it's little things like that. When you have experience and when you're skilled at this, you just know on the fly, oh, snap, ladder moved, correct it. You know, and not in an obvious way, you know. It was a part of it. There was a part of the match when the the um, the refs were in the corner. Tom pointed it out. the 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 ladder got wedged underneath the bottom rope, and Ooh. the refs were yanking it, twisting it, yanking it because it was it was closer to the finish. So they had Ooh. to get that ladder out of there. And it was I, I I mean I should have been watching the match, but I but I got caught watching them yank that ladder because somebody would have gotten hurt if that ladder didn't get out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was, was, it was man. It was okay. So now that we've gushed about it a little bit, let's talk about the finish. Yeah, I can appreciate the creativity because we've never seen anything like this before. Mm-hmm. But okay, first of all, I'm so sick and tired of everyone using Jeff's Hardy's gauge for things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, come, like, I'm over. Okay, the world, we get it. Jeff Hardy has gauges. He has giant holes in his ears. You can put stuff through them and it would hurt. I get it. But, like, I'm over it. I'm over it. When Randy Orton was doing his stuff with it, I was like, oh, man, that's crazy. Ah. Now, you got, like, Sami Zayn putting the handcuffs through the ear. And I'm just like, I, I don't, I don't want to see that. Yeah, there was, there was no other possible way to handcuff Jeff Hardy to a, to a ladder. Had to be right, through the Right, and that's why I think, like I say, I appreciate the creativity of it all, but I, I was not, I did not feel, I wasn't feeling the whole handcuffing him to the ladder to his ear with the dwarf ladder, and then handcuffing AJ to Sami Zayn, and then AJ to the ladder, and then that's how Sami wins. And it's just like, I guess like, it just felt like a wet fart. Like you had such a great match, and then it ended with kind of just like a, oh, okay, so Sami won because handcuffs. Yeah, Tommy Boy was was was. We were having a discussion about the finish because I thought that um, AJ was going to win. You said no, story wise, that didn't make sense. But mm-hmm. having Sammy win, you know, how does that how does that help the match or help going forward? Because I I, th- I thought you know, okay, I wanted AJ to win, but I you know, I, I pretty much thought that um, that uh, Jeff Hardy, Hardy was going to win. Yeah, so I don't know. 
The only thing I can think of is the the reality of the situation that Sami Zayn did not lose the championship. He he had to relinquish it because he didn't want to you know wrestle during COVID, and so this is them going, okay, you're back. Here's a title back, um, which I guess is fine, but it kind of loses me storyline wise because, like you said, now what? Yeah, now where do we go from here? That's all I could say. The booking the booking doesn't match the result. Yeah, because now, I mean, in reality, Jeff and AJ don't have a leg to stand on. Yep. They lost fair and square in a ladder match. Handcuffs are legal. It's weird, and no one's done that, but it's it's legal. What, what beef do they have? I yeah. mean, no, in so ladder matches, you've had people handcuffed to the ropes, so they yeah. can't get there to stop the person from climbing. Right. But... Not not in the way the handcuffs were used tonight. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm curious as to where they go from here. I guess we're gonna have to go brand new stories for all three of these guys. Yeah. Which then becomes complicated because you already have so much going on on SmackDown. SmackDown is full of stories right now. So what are you gonna do with AJ, uh, Sami Zayn, and Jeff Hardy in separate stories? This worked because you could use three of your top mid carders or lower main event guys, which, which they really are. Um, and you have them tied up doing something together. Now what? Yeah. It's, we'll see. Well, you can give, uh, uh, what's it called, The Miz a call, and he'll have you traded to Raw. That's true. Oh, Lord. You know, well, to be, f- to be fair, tonight was a lot of closing the book on a lot of stories, so I guess they could yeah. just reshuffle the deck a bit. Yeah, no, definitely. There was a lot of... Uh, you know, shutting the door and hopefully uh, doing yeah. something different. Yeah, for not yep. for a pay per view that's not a big four, they did tie up a lot of loose ends, which mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. shocked about. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so let's let's move on to Oscar versus Elena Vega for the Raw Women's Championship. Um. Look, Zelina, they did their best to make her look good. She had good heel work. They played the whole arm thing with Asuka, um, which then played later in the ma- in the in the night, which I can appreciate. But I mean, okay. Listen, it wasn't the best match, but one thing I have to hand them: the finish was on point. Yes, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. I was cool with the finish. The finish and and it looked good, and it looked good. Yeah, Zelina, Zelina's jackknife looked good, yeah. and then Asa kicking out from the jackknife into the uh, Asuka lock looked good. So, yeah. Listen, you just got to get – Zelina's going to get better, and I could see her holding the title. What's crazy is that Zelina, it's not like Zelina doesn't have um, experience. She's a former knockouts tag team champion. Yeah, but how long has it been? Like, because she has she, oh, I mean, it's, it's been like, like a WWE. decade since she's done that. She, you know, she's got to get her reps back. That's all. Yeah. You know, once she gets her reps back and, you know, she's she's seasoned again, I, I yeah. do not see her going too much longer without some, without either constant main event style booking or even a, or, or even a title reign. Imagine her on yeah. the mic with the belt on her on her on her shoulder, and she's on the mic talking baloney. It'd be great. It writes itself. It's tough because of her size. You really yeah. have to fi- like Alexa Bliss made it work because her character work was just undeniable. You know yeah. who else made so, it work that was tiny? 
Molly Holly? AJ Lee. Oh, sorry. Yeah, but AJ Lee was like a legitimately really good wrestler. Like, she was really good. Her skills she, spoke for herself. She, all, yeah, her ring work spoke for herself, but she could also talk on the mic. Yeah. But the thing with Zelina is she's tiny and then her ring work is average, you know? So I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll say, see how her, it goes. Give her another half a year to, to nine months. Yeah. If you give her constant reps, she will get there. Yeah. I can see her arrogant stick working on the mic as the champion. I can see it. Yeah. We just have to be able to believe that she can beat someone like Nia Jax, like Shayna no. Baszler. Oh, no, come no. on. Yeah. Stick with Shayna Baszler. Nia Jax are just like, you know, no, I'm saying, try to break her. I'm saying aesthetically. Yeah. Like visual optically, we have to be able to see that that could work. They did it with Alexa Bliss, where Alexa Bliss chopped down the tree, you know. But then the storyline dictated that Nia Jax wins, and so that made sense for Nia Jax to win. So it was Zelina's gonna be a, a champion, she's gonna have to stay away from the monsters like Nia, or they have to make it believable that she can be, that she can beat Nia, or well, they give her a Nia as backup. No, or that no, too. Mm, I don't like it. See, I would say I mean, it had to be like it would have to be like Bailey in NXT, where she didn't, she couldn't do Bailey to belly. So what she did is she climbed the tree, she put her in a guillotine, and she choked her out. That's also a good point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, she, if she, if they can prove and and show that Zelina could outsmart a giant and beat them technically, then cool. But Which, that's going to be the that's always the issue when you have these smaller wrestlers who you when you put in the main event scene, they got to be believable against the bigger folk. Yeah. But in her character work, she does have that ability. It's just that they got to bring it out now. Yeah, I agree. It's too bad that they don't have a women's IC belt. Well, see, and that's that's the issue is that theoretically the tag titles are sort of like their mid-card belt. Uh, I get it. Yeah, they, their women's division, they have a lot there, but they have so much going on. They can't You can't afford a mid-card belt for the women. Yeah, they have a lot, but then they also Ooh. don't have anything. So. Exactly. So let's move on to the United States title. We got defending champion Bobby Lashley, accompanied by MVP and Shelton Benjamin, and going up against Apollo Crews, who was accompanied by Ricochet, or as I like to say because it makes Maddie Bizzle uh, upset, Rakocket. Thank you, Jericho. <laughs> um, this, you know, okay. I'm glad they made Apollo look like he could beat Lashley. Yep. Because the problem is I never thought he stood a chance. Because Lashley is so gigantic and like main event status type almost kind of and once was. And the way they've treated Apollo so far is nowhere near that level. So the fact that they made him look like he could possibly win this match, I was all for it. The fact that he lost, I'm not surprised. And so, in terms of the way the match played out, I'm cool with it. Yeah, but the match doesn't do anything for me. No, it, it didn't. It did its job, but it, it didn't. But that's basically when I when a WWE pay per view is on, and I make dinner. Usually, the kitchen is completely clean mm. after because, like I said, I'm looking for stuff to do. This yeah. is one of those matches where I was clearing down the table. I was paying attention, yeah. but I was like, ah, I could do other things. Right. Exactly. Hated it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, that's that's fine. 
I know I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be here and we're supposed to talk wrestling and say, oh, that was great. That was bad. Nah, man, this was boring. This was boring. <laughs> the uh, which, which which was the other one? Uh, McIntyre, uh, Randy Orton. Wait, no, shut up, shut up, shut up. We got to get there. Shut yeah, up. I know, yeah, but there's a threat of boredom coming, little, and I just don't want the fans no, to go to no, sleep. No ranting. You're a little premature. We'll get there. We'll get there. Simmer down, Give me buddy. my 16 minutes, okay? Give me no, my 16 minutes no on this. 16-minute rant. I, I have a feeling we're all going to have similar opinions about that match. So let's let's just simmer down. Let's drive this this car, and we'll get there when we get there. Okay? Okay. And stop mocking me. Nobody likes you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I did time it today when I was listening to it on the way home. Oh, my God. Whatever, bro. It's my show. I was angry. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> but before we move on, I have to say I did kind of instigate you every point. Like when I saw you calming down, I said one more thing that got you going again. So that's kind of my fault, too. Bro, I didn't even realize I was going that long until you guys said it. So <laughs> it's okay. It had to be done. You had to get it off your chest, buddy. Don't feel bad. Blind Fury. <laughs> Remember, it's your podcast, and this is your wrestling therapy. Thank, thank you. Well, You're welcome. You. I mean, with the ratings, it's going not. Up, it's not. Really it's not just my show. It's not. Oh my! Listen, what I tell you, <laughs> I already deal with one arrogant, egotistical <laughs> monster a week with with shades. Simmer down. Hey, Simmer the ratings down. go up when the Suburban Brothers are on the show. Oh God! Did you see on uh, IG that uh, Shades uh, shot a promo earlier tonight? I don't listen. Listen to me. Listen to me very carefully. Listen, that's it was some serious allegations being thrown out there. So you got to check it out, man. Moving on. <laughs> I'll respond to that after the pay per view stuff. <laughs> so the Raw Tag Team Championship match between the Street Profits the defending Prophet. their titles versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Now, I thought this match was better than I expected. Yes. And then the finish got weird. So I thought it was a botched finish, but I, I think, think it is. No, 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 no. If you look, if you were to watch it back, and I could be wrong. I, I think it's either a, a, a shoot where um, who who was out on the. Uh, I, I know what you're gonna say, but that doesn't excuse the finish. Yeah, because Dawkins was visibly upset. Exactly. So here's the, okay. So we're getting towards the finish of the match, or what ended up being the finish of the match. I'm not sure if we were actually getting anywhere near the climax of the match. The conclusion. Um, but Angel Garza very visibly hurts himself. It seems mm-hmm. like a leg injury of some kind because he's holding one leg up, like like it's just just holding it up while his face is eating the mat, just writhing in pain. I think it was a hip flexor. Could have been, could have been maybe a hamstring. Yeah, could have been a hamstring also. Uh huh. Um, so the ref comes to him. He's like they talk, they communicate for a second. The ref throws up the X. The camera pans away super fast, and then the camera comes back as he's putting down the X, and Garza rolls out. You immediately see like two or three officials run over to Garza, and they go for what ends up becoming the finish, where. Um, they do the whole like uh, sky high uh, spine buster type thing, usually uh-huh. followed by the sp- by the splash, but instead they go for the pin, and 
um, Andrade kicks out like, as the early, ref is hitting three. No, he kicked out before the referee's hand started going down. Okay, so I, I yeah, before the referee when I saw down. it, I thought it was like right on the money. But again, I only saw it briefly once, and I was like, oh, oh, I oh, saw this the is same problematic. Thing you saw, but the last replay in slow motion, you kind of catch it on the angle. Andrade starts kicking out as the referee's hand is coming down. Right. So that tells me that obviously it's a rush go home. And I get it. You have an injured performer. you got to rush a go home. But when you have a tag match, you can rework a finish to in, to not include that second wrestler. And on top of that, you kind of got to make sure everyone knows it's time to go home. Yeah, because Dawkins did not know Dawkins and Andrade did not know we're going home. I think somebody yelled in the referee's ear in the pinning combination, look away and just count three. So Dawkins- if you know if you notice once he put down his X, he 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 goes and he and he like touched something on his hip. I'm guessing that's the microphone for the back. Yep. So it looks like he turns on the microphone and he's that's probably when he starts getting orders. He's probably going, listen, Angel's done. How do you want to proceed? And someone in the set, Vince probably said, just go home. Problem is, you got to tell the guys. You got to wait for a spot where they're like either hugged up in the corner or in a rest hold or something where the two wrestlers' faces are close enough that the ref can just slide in there and be like, break it up. One, two. All right, guys, we're going to go home. Three, four, you know, something like that so that everyone knows. Did they even have that opportunity? No, the way they went from from Garza's tagging out to the finish was just bang, 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 bang. It was spot, 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 pin. Andrade went, and he, so I don't know because Andrade went for the 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 under the double underhook uh, DDT his finish, and then that's when it got reversed by uh, by Montez Ford, who then did his shtick. And then tagged in Dawkins for the for the the pile driver the spinebuster thing, so it was also quick. Maybe they thought since Andrade went for the double underhook that he was trying to go for the finish, and so they all thought they understood one another that it was time to go for the finish. But I don't know. It just it the whole ending I think was just a mess. It was because Garza went out. Someone didn't communicate or miscommunicated or something, and it just was it did not look good. See, but you know what? In this case, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you one better. With the Thunderdome, they have a ton more control over the ring mics and the sound that's coming out of that arena. Clearly, could, which we saw in the main event. Ease, exact. That's exactly what I was gonna point to. They could have easily turned up the fake crowd noise. Turned it down. The referee could have been like, yo, guys, we're going home plain as day because you don't yeah. have <clears> – <throat> excuse me. You don't have the the liability of a live audience. So you could turn up the fake crowd noise, let the referee just say it straight out, yo, we're going home, and then go back to your regular sound. So you don't yeah. even need that close-up hold. Yeah. Yeah. Even you know what? Even if the rev during the pin count, as soon as Dawkins goes for the pin, you gotta let them know. Okay, this is it. One, two, we're going home. Done. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There there needs to be a better communication. We're going home. Yeah, there's got to be a better communication somehow. Because no one looked happy, and it looked bad. And the, the fact is, what made it look worse 
was how upset Dawkins looked. Yeah. Like he it's funny like he because it's funny because Montez Ford looked like he was hyped, like he was intense because he was in the match. Dawkins looked angry. They both had they both had like serious faces. They were both furring our eyebrows, but one looked like, yeah, uh, we just won this match. What up? And the other one was like, man, what the f- just happened? Because Montez Ford is like he's showing his professionalisms at another level because he just rolled with it. He knew something went down and he just rolled with it. Well, he's the one who was in the in the ring with Garza when it happened. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like he knew something went down. That's why he was just able to be like, okay, I know what happened. It's over. This guy's going to get help. And, you know, that's it. Like, yeah. I don't know. By the way, I did. Holy God, he was pissed. Yeah, he was none too pleased. I will say, I did like um, Montez's Ford ring gear today. Oh, yeah. Dark Navy with the gold. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. I see you, baby. Listen, and I don't know how much of a popular – I know uh, Ugo will agree with me. Whether it's with with or without Dawkins, Montez Ford's going far. Oh, yeah. I I can see that. Montez Ford has a – he's got a ton of charisma. He's got a ton of charisma. He oozes charisma. Mm -hmm. And he's very good. He's very good in the ring. He knows what he's doing. Crazy athletic. Yep, like honestly, crazy athletic. You know, it took me a while to warm up to the Street Profits. I was not a fan in NXT, and when they mm-hmm. first came up, Montez Ford actually warmed the team up to me that I actually root for them now. Yeah, I'm still not crazy about the Street Profits. I go in front, but I do see the potential in Montez Ford. Yeah, I wa- I need him to stop doing the Ultimate Warrior ring shape, the ring rope thing. Um, he needs to figure out his his gear situation because wearing sneakers with tights looks dumb, and he needs to bulk up because he's got chicken legs. But other than yeah. that, I'm all about Montez Ford. So am I. All right. So Next. we we talked earlier in the night about the, the three women who were supposed to be in the matches who were not in matches. One of them being Nikki Cross. She was supposed to compete against Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. So Bailey comes out and she starts yammering. How they should just announce her the champion and keep it moving. And Oscar's like, nay, nay. Oh, nay, nay. Oscar wants to be Oscar Two Belts. So they have a quick little match, which is then ended with Bailey getting herself disqualified by hitting Oscar with the chair. Can I just say something about Bailey's heel work during this match? But of course. So. Bailey as a heel in general, I've been just loving it. Like right. this, is, she's a better heel than a babyface, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know. I just, her face, where her face work in NXT was like in next NXT. Level. I'm talking I'm, NXT is a different world. That doesn't even count in my eyes. Once you're in the main roster, okay. it's it's two different worlds, and we've seen that how many times. That's yeah, why but, is it, but is it her fault that when she was in the main roster no, as a babyface, their whole thing, they, they treated her like she was a child? Absolutely not. But I'm telling you, I I personally think she has great heel work. Okay. And here's, yeah. here's why. Bailey knows that everybody knows that since there's no crowd there, they could actually hear the commentators. Mm. Because there's been plenty of videos from inside the Thunderdome where they're like 20, 30 feet away from the ring which is like equivalent to like, what, 10, 11 rows back? 
and you still hear the commentators. So I forgot what Cole was saying. Bailey just turned around, slams on the table, and just yells, shut up, Michael. And gets Oh, back yeah, no. Her, her interaction with Michael Cole since going heel has been perfect. But the thing is, that's the little thing. Th- those little things make me like the heel work better because they're not just healing it up against the fans. Like, when they start picking on the commentators and the uh, and the interviewers, that's mm-hmm. classic heel work. Well, she doesn't have fans to, to, to work off of. So she works off of Michael Cole, which is smart. Exactly. But even before, like, Michael Cole, before, the, you know, COVID and everything, she was starting to work the commentators and the interviewers. It's just yeah. that's her only option right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've been a fan of Bailey's heel work for sure. I don't know that I think she's better at a heel than as a face because, again, her NXT face work was perfect. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, I don't count NXT. Um, so, yeah, so this match, the, the match was, for only being three and a half minutes, I thought it made a lot of sense. You had Bailey trying to attack Asuka's arm, which was injured previously by Zelina Vega. Um, and then once Asuka was starting to get the upper hand on Bailey, Bailey chickens out and hits her with the ladder so that she can retain the title. And then we get an appearance, and of course we get Michael Cole yelling, it's boss time, Sasha Banks is here. When Sasha Banks comes out and starts wailing on on uh, on Bailey, hits her with the chair, she starts unloading on her with the fists. They get into it in the ring, and Bailey scurries away with Sasha Banks standing tall, still wearing a neck brace. Listen, I can't wait for this program to get in like full full swing. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think it, you know it's gonna get in full swing. But they gave the Survivor Series program an early start with Asuka coming down. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to sell the Sasha injury for a little bit. Uh, it's going to be a slow burn through Survivor Series because you got to have the champion versus champion. And then I think that's when you're going to go full swing to the Rumble. You know, it's really unfortunate that they didn't time this better because Sasha versus Bailey in Hell in a Cell sells itself. Yeah. That the, and you know what I listen like I said I listen back and the more I think about it oh like if you think uh, what is it NXT Takeover two mm-hmm. and uh, thirty minute Iron Woman match were classics oof. they would have <sighs> oh they would have any thoughts he's yo Oog Dog are you there bro he's not even listening to what? us. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Are you there, bro? I'm right here. You guys are having you guys are having a really great conversation. I'm listening. I'm listening to the show for once. I mean, I'm listening to it. <laughs> I want your two cents, man. No, no, I, dude. You guys are giving all the sense. I'm over here just chilling, listening to your great points. I loved it. It, it was it was good points. Um, good points. Good points. Good points. Penny for your thoughts, Governor. Penny for your thoughts. Um, okay, so then how about this? How about this? I want we're we're gonna let you lead, okay. On the next match, I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce this, and then it's all you, buddy. Actually, it's the match he wanted to talk about. You don't want me to talk about this match because I'm gonna go 16 minutes on this stupid match. I'm gonna take a nap. So the the following <laughs> match was Drew McIntyre defending his WWE Championship versus Randy Orton in an ambulance match. Ugo, three, two, go ahead. You ready? One. You ready for my opinion? Go for it. <laughs> 
Are you ever just sleeping before the ghost it was, shows up? It, yeah, exactly. It was the boringest match of the night. Okay? I couldn't stay awake. I was scrolling through Twitter and Instagram the whole entire time. Every It was like the, 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 the ghost of Christmas past for the, with this match. <laughs> All of a sudden, the big show comes out and choke slams. Because who cares how they came in? They, they're claymoring each other. They're... You know, uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, RKOing each other. Who cares? They've been doing it for the last three weeks. All of a sudden, Big Show comes out. He choke slams uh, Randy Orton. And I was like, oh, no, it's the ghost of Christmas past. They're going <laughs> to bring everyone out that he's done wrong. And this is how they're going to tie it all up and send Randy on vacation. I'm like, oh, man. And then sure enough. Then you got. Then they go to the back. Then you have uh, Christian coming out. You uh, ruining catering again. I hate when they do that because I'm kind of hungry. And, <laughs> and did I not feed you enough? No, no, it was good. It was good. But they had some good stuff there. Um, and <laughs> and then and then they come back to the ring and then they get on top of the ambulance and then old man Shawn Michaels gets up there. <laughs> With his with his beef jerky body, and he starts super kicking people, and I'm like, why? And I'm like, go back to your farm. And then he comes, then they get down, and they start beating each other up with a with a with a Red Cross chair. I didn't even know the Red Cross made red chairs with white crosses in the middle. And then they come out with crutches, and then they're kicking each other into the stupid ambulance and then they finally for the by the grace of the lord up above they finished the damn match by closing the back of it and then who do you see who do you see at the end driving the smashed ambulance rick flair Flair there he's gonna catch covid the poor old man (laughs) and then they drive randy or or and off into uh into uh his vacation time come on man this match was terrible. It was unnecessary. It was boring. I was yawning through the whole thing, man. Oh God, Matt, worst match. It just. Tom looked at me and he goes, "This match is bringing my rating down." And I'm like, oh, "Yes." And, and and that's all I have to say. Thank you for for uh, letting me speak. I'm gonna go back into my coma. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't. I you said everything I wanted to say. It was. I felt really dragged out. I did not find it entertaining. Once, like you said, once Big Show came out, I was like, "Okay, I know what they're doing here." Exactly. They're all going to come out. They're all going to get. He's going to get his comeuppance on anyone that he hurt. Blah blah blah. Now, maybe this is just me being super cynical, but how does this make Drew look good? It doesn't. It doesn't. It weakens him, in my opinion. How, how many like people does it take to beat Randy Orton? It takes a choke slam through a table. It takes a beating up through catering. It takes a sweet chin music on the top of an ambulance and then getting pushed off of the ambulance through whatever. And then like 14 claymores, uh, the ambulance itself, and his own, like, it, it takes Drew McIntyre to beat him up at his own accord, plus the help of three retired veterans. And that's what it takes to beat him? Like. Is this super Randy and then Drew's trash or like I don't understand. What is what are they trying to convey here? Or, or are we expected to just does it mean anything? 
we just had to get these guys in there. Exactly. It doesn't mean anything. It was the kiss off. Randy's going on vacation. Let's put Drew with something else. Let's just finish it here. Ta-ta. Goodbye. Thanks for the memories. Yeah, but now Randy Orton can always come back and say, the only reason you beat me is because you had to have three retired Hall of Famers help you. That's not a good look. Yeah, you had to empty out the old man home. That's another boring promo from him. And where was Keith Lee? That's exactly what I said. Uh, Remember the other day we were talking and I I figured Keith Lee was going to factor in this because Keith Lee was factoring into most of this this entire exactly. time. And all of a sudden, he's nowhere to be found. Not in catering. Not with, uh, what, what's her name? <laughs> and you would uh, think he'd be in remember, catering. Remember the, the artist. Hey, hey you leave Keith alone. All I right, Davis? Keith, but the joke you was leave, there. No, no. We will not fat shame people on my show. Sometimes we just get hungry. That's my job. (laughs) (laughs) That's who I is, remember? No. You're the Shakespearean candidate, major English. You know, that's who you is. Man, anyone who knows me in real life knows that I make fun of myself more than anybody on the planet possibly could. You're the the grapples to Jeremy's apples. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to leave that alone and back to wrestling. Yeah, no, I, I there was nothing about this match that I cared for. Nothing. No, nah, it was terrible. I hated it. I, I, took it back I kept, every time, and it's funny, every time Drew would look off to the side somewhere, I thought, oh, here comes Keith Lee. Nope. Oh, here comes Keith Lee. Nope. Here comes no. Nope. Just another old guy. Doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. I don't get I was it. watching I was watching Tom's cable box uh clock. The entire time. And I'm telling him, how long are they going to give the next one? How long are they going to give the next one? How long are they going to give uh, Roman Reigns and, uh, and Jey Uso? And I'm like, they can't give him a full half an hour. They're not going to give him 40 minutes. I'm like, because I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, this is this is just dragging. This is yeah. dragging. They're trying to get to the finish line. Why didn't they make this the first one? We didn't because, need this. Because we would have dreaded the rest of the show. It's true. Oh, and I love how the commentators kept pushing, oh, it's an ambulance match because they've both sent each other in ambulances before. I was like, wow, thank you. You know what? Thank you. for You actually you. bring up something that I that I, I said it during this You match, said it right? to me. Yeah, you said it to me. I was, these commentators now are so on script. Like, you remember how when before, you know, JR and Lawler, you know, when senile and racist respectively? Um, yeah, <laughs> they used to save terrible matches with great mic work. Hundred percent, sure. You just like, I was like, I wish we had Jr. and Jerry during the Attitude Era because at least their mic work would have. I don't know about. I don't know about Jerry. Every, every woman's match, you would have heard puppy. No, no, no yeah, but so. I mean during a serious <laughs> match where they would go heel face and their mic work would just keep you involved that's what i'm talking about like the classic yeah. classic not the stupid puppies whatever you know just a little before puppies could you imagine lawler doing commentary on today's women's wrestling he'd be so bored <laughs> oh yeah he couldn't say anything he'd be like where are the boobs they'd be like no jerry that's we don't we don't do that anymore you can't say that on, you can't say that on the air anymore it's it's breastuses he wouldn't even be able to date one of the wrestlers. Oh man! Oh, Dang. Remember Cat? Yeah. Remember Cat? Remember Cat? Oh, remember, remember her? 
who only had a job because she was dating Jerry the King Lawler. Exactly. And then she married him and got the women's title. Huh? Oh, God. Anyway, let's, uh, let's, let's just put it this way. The Attitude Era was not always roses, all right? Let's just put it that way. It wasn't, but the com- Tom's right. The commentating did yeah, no, yeah, not sure. help. It did not no, help. We needed it was something so bad. good. It was so bad. Every they, they just kept pushing. Like you said, it was it's very corporate. It's definitely in their ear. Like, you got to remember. You got to say this. You got to say that. You got to say this. Oh, and they kept reiterating the whole idea that he put him in an ambulance. And then he put him in the ambulance. And I was just like, oh, my God. We got it. We know why we're here. I was begging, for, whole- a com- I was begging for a commercial during this whole thing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's the thing. It's like. I remember hearing stories from Jr. when he, whenever you do interviews, he goes, "Well, I know Vince is going to be yelling in my ear, and I'm going to have to ignore him, but I have to do something to make this more interesting." And he'd go yeah. completely off script. Anyway, all right, let's let's move on. Yes, please. Thank to, you. To what is probably my favorite Roman Reigns performance? Yep. Oh my god, that I have ever seen, by far. And I'm not talking about in-ring work, because his best in-ring work to me was his work with AJ. But his best performance all around, like character work and everything. Story I time. want this, I want this Roman Reigns all day, every day. I will sign up for this Roman Reigns a million times. Like I said for the opening match, my name is William, and I am here for this. Yeah, I am so here good. for this Roman Reigns. This match like the rest of this pay-per-view, was far better than it had any business being. Yeah. We were all like, oh, it's going to be a squash. It'll be a squash. Spear, Superman punch. It was even better than that. This was, like, I could not have booked. I I always give WWE guff for booking their matches. I could not have booked this any better. Yeah. Yeah. I think you this know. What was, I think, I, I think yeah. Paul. I think Paul booked this one. I think he he because Paul is good at booking small one like one match one instead off. of one offs instead of an entire kind of like an entire you know brand. He's very good at focusing on one wrestler one one match. You know, like okay, let's do it this way. Let's do it that way. This will give you more gravitas. Like I think this was a Paul deal because. It, this is a, this this or whomever because this is, does not come up from 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 Vince or anybody else back there because this no. was actually done very well. This was perfect in my opinion. I have oh. zero complaints. Like I I I'm almost afraid. I always listen. Like once we're done with the recap review, I always listen to other people's recap and reviews. I'm almost like don't even care to listen to it because if someone has an unkind word about this match, go go fly a kite. Yeah. <laughs> because Tom, it, it's funny because I'm sorry to cut you off, Will. Um, Tom, but, um, uh, Tom was in the, another room. I think he was doing something with Kelly. He was helping her out. And he comes into the room, and I'm watching the match. He missed maybe the first minute or two. And he goes, um, is it a squash match? And I'm like, no. There's actual, Jay is actually getting a lot of offense in. So he goes, really? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, okay. So he sat down. He did not budge, did not move. We didn't even talk to each other the entire match because we were so enthralled and we were captivated by the whole match and and what they were talking about and what they were saying. And we're looking at each other and we're like, really nice. And we were were super enjoying it. Super, super enjoying it. So okay, so let, let, let's let's rewind to the beginning. So first things first, first things first. Over the week, I had heard mutterings here 
that we were going to finally get the changes to Roman Reigns' image that we've all been begging for. Yes. From what he said, the music comes later because they have to work that out. But you're going to start to see differences in his image. So the first thing we saw, which I'm all about, was no more stupid vest. Yep. He said, he's like, you know, I've been wearing these pants my entire career. You're not going to suddenly see me wearing trunks. Okay, fine. That's fair. That's fair. It's I'm, comfort for him too, probably. Exactly. You know, he's he's wearing the, the wrestling boots that look like military boots with, you know, military cargo pants. I'm I'm not 100% sold on it, but fine. You also like like you know like he was saying, for him to go from what he used to wear to like trunks would be a little much. Yeah, exactly. Like you know what, change here and there. But if he's comfortable in the base stuff, like the boots, the pants, you have to leave it alone because it'll show in his work if he's not comfortable. Right. So fine, he kept the boots and the pants, but no more vest. The vest is gone. So he's just wrestling topless. Which, by the way, this man's physique is unreal. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy. Okay, okay, good. We got the first change. Whatever. The mat, the ring, the bell rings, and I look at my clock, and I say, it's like 9.34. I go, okay. Mm-hmm. How long are they going to really have these guys go? I'm expecting a squash. Instead, they lock up. I go, okay. But immediately, they show that Roman is power. Yeah. Jay is quickness. He's speed. He's finesse. Roman is power. And so they're having the match. Jay gets in some offense, but at the end of the day, it's still like Roman clearly is the top guy here. And Roman's character work throughout the entire match. Oh, at some point he goes, I've been doing this. You're trying to level up. I've been here. And I'm like, ooh, okay. Okay, he's like, I do this. I've been here. I've been doing. You know, this is all. I, this is what I do. You're trying to level up. This is what I do. I'm like, okay, Roman. Okay, getting in that smack talk a little early. I see that. And then he starts just beating on him, and he's like, I told you, take your paycheck and go home. You should have laid down. I'm like, oh, that's why. Okay. Okay, Roman. He's like, you should have taken the money and gone home. Now I got to beat your ass. This is the ass kicking I was talking about right here. And he starts beating on him some more. He gets, so then Jay gets up and he hits him with a chop across the, across like the abs, really, not even on the chest. And Roman delivers one of the best uppercuts I've ever seen him deliver. Mm hmm. Beautiful uppercut, and he goes, really? You going to come at me with a chop? Come on, son. And I was like, yo, who is this Roman Reigns? Yeah. Who is this guy? Who is this this is amazing. And why is he taking so long to get here? Yeah. Exactly. He's just – but it's not even like pompous arrogance. It's like almost justified arrogance, which is even better. It's one thing to be like, oh, I'm like, okay, as much as we all love MJF, there's a difference between MJF is, you know, I'm the I'm better than you when you know it versus this, which is I am the top guy here in the company. I am a heavyweight. I am 
the power, you going to come at me with a chop? Boy, are you crazy? You're a cruiserweight in a tag team, and you're going to come at me? Are you crazy? Like, that mentality versus just being a pompous, arrogant heel is different. And it works if you can back it. And, oh, man, this is – oh, Dude, it, so also, it also works because, look, if – like, we're – you know, like, I don't know if a lot of people know, but we're brothers. And right. when your brothers or your cousins or, f- like, first cousins – shout out to uh, Tampa Boy Allen. Tampa um, Boy. Love you, bro. Um, when your first cousins or brothers and things like that, you you say things to each other to get to un- underneath each other's skin. Like oh, there's absolutely. A point, there's a point where he says, um, I've been beating you up since we were kids. And yeah, was, yeah. And when he said that, I'm like, dude, what brothers haven't taunted each other or haven't yeah. fist fought each other or haven't yeah. smacked each other around, you know? Yeah. And so you're sitting there and why it resonated with me. It's like, I'm like, dude, me and my brother are brothers. We've been there. We've smacked each yeah. other around. We've talked yeah. trash to each other. You know, yeah. like how many times did we get in it? And and you know, we, I mean, we're ten years apart, but you know, we we've we've pushed each other. We've talked yeah. nonsense to each other, and it's like, and it's like, dude, I believe this. And and these guys yeah. are like saying stuff to each other that they would say to each other if they were you know arguing yeah, in the backyard doing a cookout. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like it, it's it's believable. That's why it works, and that's why I loved that they started him off like this because. Mm-hmm. Smack, talk smack to his brother, essentially, which is his cousin, and he can take his cousin down and humiliate him in front of the world. Then he's going to do that to everyone else. You yeah. know what I mean? And it makes it believable. Like so, at some I'm, point, he's yelling at him. He's like, "My nephew, your sons are watching. My nephews are watching." Yeah, and he then he hits him, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Like he said, and 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 then like so. Then the latter part of the match. At this point, Jay's pretty much done. Um, he gets one more spurt of offense where, and they played. And, and credit to Roman, he sold like hell for his cousin. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Me and when Tommy Boy Jay, the same thing. when Jay hit him with those two super kicks. Yeah. And then he went for that splash. A perfect splash, by the way. Beautiful. Chest to chest, every just flawless splash. Um. If we didn't know better, I probably would have thought Jay was going to win. Yeah, but no, but you know, obviously we know he's not going to. But it was it worked, and then the way that Roman kicked out, which was also served as a low blow, also perfect because oh, he wasn't really low blowing him; he was kicking out, or was he low blowing him? Yeah, you know. Yeah, we were we me and Tom were confused there because we we're like. What just happened? Because we we saw him kicking, you know, kicking out, but he was like, oh, oh, and and then you know, uh, Tom was like, is that is that a is that a is that a you know is that work? Is that a shoot? Like, did he did he hit him by mistake? But then they showed the replay, and they're like, oh, he gave him with like a low blow. I was like, you sneaky sobs. I'm like, and then they, and then they show Roman, and his face goes from frustrated to smiling, yeah, which is perfect. Because you low blowed him because you were frustrated and you smiled because you low blowed him. How like, was that? How about this one? Paul Heyman, I like shot over to Paul Heyman on the corner and he had that sinister look like, yeah, that was on purpose. And I was like, man, all of you guys are like in sync. This is amazing. Yep. And th- yes, yes. And then we get to the finish. The finish that dragged, I don't want to say dragged, but was like a longer finish. It took about like five minutes to go to get through A to B in the finish. But I loved it. 
Roman is beating on Jay, and he tells him, say it. Say the words. I want you to tell the world. I'm the tribal chief. I'm not crazy about the whole tribal chief thing, by the way. I'm the tribal yeah, chief. Am I. But he goes, I'm the head of the table. That's what I like. Exactly. To me, get rid of the tribal chief nonsense. Let's stick with the rest of it. Uh-uh. uh-uh. I'm the head of the table. I'm I've been feeding the whole family. Oh, oh my God. And he's beating Jay to say it. And Jay's like, no. Not today. Not today. So he beats him down some more. The referee gets in the involved and he tells the referee, don't you ever stop me ever again or I will knock you on your ass and you'll be out of a job by next week. Let me go to work. And I was like, yo, what? how do I buy Roman Reigns merch now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think this is this is the Roman that he's been championing for a long time, and Vince was way too too uh, scared okay, to pull the scared. trigger on him. This is the Roman so, I've been waiting for. Oh my god, it's so good! And then he beats on him, on he beats on Jay again, again, telling him say it, tell the world, blah blah blah. And again, the ref tries to to like break it up, and he goes, "Are you crazy? Are you crazy?" And I was like, "Yo, this is so good." He's like, this yeah. is a family issue. Stay out of it. Blah, blah, blah. And then and then Paul Heyman comes around and Paul Heyman says, he goes, you're the tribal chief. You're the head of the table. Like now Paul Heyman is concerned for Jay Uso's well-being. Now he's trying to get Roman to like, yo, let it go. Chill out. And Roman's like, no, I don't need you to say it. I need him to say it. And he keeps beating on him and he keeps telling him, say it, say it, say it. And Jay continues to say, no, not today, not today. And then Jimmy Uso comes out. Jimmy Uso comes out, like gets on top of Jay basically, or, or like pulls like himself closer to Jay or Jay closer to him rather, and he's trying to talk some sense into Roman Reigns. And Roman ain't hearing it. Well, he's telling he he first he started telling Jay he's gonna throw in the towel, and Jay's like, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's trying to convince Jay to throw in the towel. Roman ain't hearing none of it. He keeps beating on him. And then eventually, Jay does throw in the towel for Jimmy Jay. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Jimmy throws in the towel for Jay. Jumps in the ring. Throws himself on top of Jay Uso. And he goes to Roman. He's like, yo, that's it. It's over. It's done. All right. Like, you got it. And he keeps standing over them. He goes, yo, you're the tribal chief. You're the head of the table. You got it. It's over. So, oh. I'm oh not a fan God. of the tribal chief thing either, but it's one yeah. thing that Uwe and I were saying. Mm-hmm. We think, and please weigh in on this, that the Usos, because remember, they did pretty darn good heel work as the tag team with the Uso Penitentiary and all that other fun mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I can see them teaming up. They're gonna so they're, that- they're gonna fold under Roman. With the whole, they're setting up that whole tribal chief thing because they have to listen to the chief. They have to follow the chief. So when they're, when, I, I don't know, on Raw, no, they're on SmackDown, right? Yeah. So it's when SmackDown, SmackDown yeah. comes on Friday, they're going to come out. They're going to be the first ones to talk. He's going to come out and they're going to fall under in line with him. It's going to be, mm-hmm. um, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Thrill? Uh, it's and, not going to be willingly at first. Yeah. Right. It's going to be begrudgingly. 
Thank yeah. you. That's exactly the word I was yeah. looking for. And they have to they have to fold underneath him, and it's going to mm-hmm. be amazing. And I hope WWE doesn't mess this up because it's it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be Roman in the front, these two guys playing, you know, interference and all this stuff for him. Well, and he's going to Jimmy still has to heal up. Yeah, well, more. Jimmy has to heal, but you know, in time he's going to come. But you know, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be their own click. And I know Vince doesn't like a you know. Uh, um, factions, factions and stuff like that, but this dude, this like you said, it writes itself. It writes mm-hmm. itself. It just let him go. Let There's him go. one yeah. person I don't want to see anywhere near this. The Rock? No. <laughs> well, yes, The Rock too. But if they do go down the family line thing, I do not want to see Naomi anywhere near that screen. Hmm. I, and you know they'll insert her, but I, and I think that'll be the biggest mistake. Mm. It's interesting because I was actually like, once Jimmy was on top of Jay, I actually thought to myself, I hope they don't involve Naomi, but I could see how they would and the perfect way for Roman to respond to it. I think I think it'll weaken it. Like Because if they do, you can see Roman being like, yo, this is family business. And then she could be like, excuse me, that's my husband. And he'll say something along the lines of like, you know, you're not, yeah, but you're not really one of us, are you? Like, yeah, but I that's how you, I, I don't want her to, I don't want her to be like a part of their clique, but I, I can see like if they, if they do have an interaction, I can see how that would be the interaction. And that's the only interaction I'd be okay with. Like, you know what? I Okay, so, oh, ooh, ooh, I'm getting tingles. Okay, so we, we, all agree, we all agree that the Usos should fall in line with Roman, with Roman right? That's I don't right. know what's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen this week because I think Jay has to lick his wounds a little bit. Yeah. And, and then and Jimmy has to legit recover. Yeah. So once they fall in line begrudgingly, remember, the whole point is that it's begrudgingly. Roman is going to start sicking them on people that they don't want to be, that they don't want to, like, sick on. He's going to be like, yo, take care of these fools. And they may not want to, but they'll do it. And Because remember, right now they're faces. So little by little, they're going to be start doing things that they don't want to do that are worse and worse and worse and worse. Until Naomi comes along to Jimmy and is like, yo, what are you doing? This ain't you. Like, stop doing this mess, blah, blah, blah. And that's when Roman goes, yo, this doesn't concern you. This is between our family, the bloodline. And she'll be like, yo, what are you talking about? I'm part of this family too. I'm Jimmy's wife. He's like, yeah, but you're not really one of us. So if you'll excuse me. And then Jimmy will give her a look like, I'm sorry. I got to do what I got to do. And then they'll continue. And then they'll walk away. And she'll be standing there like, yo, what the F? And that's how you handle that interaction. And that's all you need. Like, I don't want her getting – what I mean is I don't want her getting involved and doing Roman's work on the women's side because there's no need for that. I agree 100 percent, 100 percent agree. But I'd like to see more of her because she's fine, fine, uh, fine. Yes, meal. But yeah, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm all for what's going. Like I'm, I'm now interested in watching SmackDown because of this whole. Ever since Roman turned heel and ever since he came back, I watched SmackDown because I want to see what's going on with these guys. You know, SmackDown and, has turned into the can't miss show again a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I think I think with the whole tribal chief, why they were they were pounding it into our heads is because he was establishing dominance over his cousins. 
So he's going to, you know, he's the dominant one. They kept saying he's the head of the table. He's the dominant one. I like one. the head of the and table. It, exactly. I, yeah, head, of the, head of the table I'm down with. Tribal chief just feels corny. I get it. I get it. But it's a, it's a term. It's a term. Hey, listen, and I went I'm to the Samoan area of New Zealand, and I was the honorary chief. So I got to be honest, you know, you're, I'm a chief, your ratings. It's just, you're, it's just a good thing oh, for you tonight. Oh, shut your hole. See, anyway, Alan, Tampa boy, loves when the Suburban Brothers. That's why when, you know, Grapples for Apples spends some money and gets us okay. our merch, he's going to get the first shirt. Let, let's be real. <laughs> Alan likes it when you guys are on the show because the only time that you guys call him or talk to him. He's like, oh, oh. that's not nice. I talk to him on Facebook. Uh, exactly. I think, oh, my cousin from New York, where art thou? Podcast? Oh, yay. Al, you'll get your shirt when Grapples to Apple spends the money for our merch because we give them the ratings. We love you, buddy. We don't even have our own merch. Shut up. But you got to start with the guys that get the ratings. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll give you a rating. Anyway. Why don't we rate speaking, this? Uh, speaking rate this of, oh, we got to do hey, match of the night first. Oh, match of the night. I'm sorry. Anyway, children. Sorry, Daddy. <laughs> it's okay, son. All right. All right. Oh, God. All right, folks. Let, let, let's do this thing. Let's give our match of the night for Clash of Champions. I, I'm, ta- I'm torn between two, so I'm going to let you guys go first. Can I ask you? Because I'm, I'm just curious if we're on the same page. Which two? The first and the last. Yep. I said it, but I'm saying, too, it bookended for me. Yep, 100% for me, let me go first. For me, throw away everything else. Leave me the last match. I adored the last match. Everything okay. else, eh, okay. It was great. It was nice. Thank you for coming. See you later. Sami Zayn, Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, really liked it. Seen it before. I really loved the direction of Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. Let's make some money with this. All right, Vince. All right. That's some good-ish. So I had the last match too because I was able to look away from the ladder match a couple of times. Once I sat down in front of the the main event, it was I wasn't moving. Yeah. So that's the deciding okay. factor for me. I was I was able to look away from the ladder match. I could not look away from the the Roman Reigns Jey Uso match. Yep. Um. Yeah. You know what? As 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 Ugo started talking, I was like, you know. If I'm going to sit here and call the, the Roman Reigns and Jay Uso match flawless, but then I kind of complained about the wonky finish of the ladder match, it's kind of a no-brainer, right? It's so a as much as I did enjoy the ladder match to open the show, I got to say the main event was the best match of the night. Yep. You know, now, it's the first time in a WWE pay-per-view yeah, we all agreed. that we actually was easy to find a match of the night. How long has it been? Oh, since yeah. That? yeah. I mean, like that. I said, on top of that, we like the finish. How's that one? Yeah, right? When was the last time we watched a, a pay-per-view main event and a main event finish that we weren't like, well, that was dumb? And we were excited about that we want to watch yeah. A, yeah. A, a SmackDown on next Friday. I haven't yep. felt this way in a very long time. It's like I said before, this show and this match were way better than they had any reason to be. Yeah. Yep. So, so, so speaking of which... Let's let's do what we do here at Grapples Apples. Let's rate this show. Now, other shows and journalists, they may do stars like Meltzer. They may do letter gradings like Cultaholic. Here at Grapples Apples, we do topes. So 
you get zero topes if you're an abomination to wrestling. And you get five topes if you're that show that just, man, remember when you watched that show? Yeah, when, when you're that show, you're that show. So, normally we start at a 2.5 and we work our way up or down. So, I will let my special guest go first. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, All right. Since I'm not good at the quick maths, um, <laughs> uh, let's go. Uh, well, we start at 2.5, right? Okay, so Cesaro yeah. and Shinsuke was the first legit match, right? Because forget about We're not even going to do the... Uh, they were the pre-show. They were the pre-show. You're right. Okay, sorry. Pre-show. That's right. That's why there's a P next to the one. Um, <laughs> Cesaro and Shinsuke Lucha House Party. Uh, that drops me down half a point. Okay. So that goes to two because I could care less about that match. I wish okay. Cesaro and Shinsuke were singles guys. Um, mm. Let's see. Zami Zayn, Jeff Hardy, and AJ bring it back up one point. Oh. So we go up to three. Um, Austin, okay. Zelina, Vega, bring it down half. So yeah. we're back to two and a half. Uh, okay. Bobby Lashley, MVP, drops another half a point. So we're back Ooh. to two. Street Profits and uh, the Garza Andrade boys. Um, oh, man. Uh, the wonky finish brings it down another half a point. Oh, my Lord. So we're oh, down to, what, 1.5? Oscar Bailey dis, uh, disqualification, not bad. I'll bring it back up to two. Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton. Um, God, man, if I put this one, we're at two. If I take away a whole entire point, we're at zero. So no, you're at one. You're at uh, two one. points. Yeah. No, excuse me. Sorry, I, I told you I was bad at quick mats. Yeah, um, might. If I let this one alone, we'd be down to zero if I took two points away because that's the kind of match this was. Uh, so let's just draw it to let's just draw even on this one because this is a forgettable one. With the Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, I'm gonna so we're at two, right? Uh, I'm going to give it a full point. So we'll go to three. So land at three. Three out of five. Yeah, I'll give the I'll give the pay-per-view three out of five. Which is, uh, I think that's where it is. Three out of five because, okay, yeah, the the Roman Reigns and Jay Uso was it was I, I thought it was a good I thought it was great. Um, the rest of it was you know you know okay I, I've seen this before. Um, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, uh, just completely almost sunk it for me. So uh, yeah, three. I'll give it a three. Three out of five. Okay, Tommy boy, go for it. So. 2.5. I'm going to – so the Cesaro, Shinsuke, Lucha House Party, I won't be as critical. They probably weren't prepared to be the kickoff show, but they still had a job to do. They really didn't do, so we're down to 2.25. Okay. Um, for me, Sammy, Jeff, and AJ bring up 2.75. Okay. Asuka and Zelina, you know, not great, but nothing offensive, so I'm going to stay even. Okay. Uh, Lashley, MV, you know, Lashley and Cruz, eh. go back to two, five. Okay. Um, the finish of the street profits match is going to bring it down to two, two, five for me, because like, that's just stuff that you should be learning in, in school. Like, and it's yeah. not on the, the wrestlers. It's on the whole production in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and for my opinion, Dawkins has to be a little more professional with his reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Oscar and Bailey was just a time filler. 
So mm-hmm. I'm not even going to have that affect my ratings, but I will bring it up back up to a two five because they're starting that slow burn. And I hope it stays a slow burn between Bailey and Sasha. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Drew and Randy. Oh Lord. Honestly, I'm probably going to land. I'm not even going to talk about that match. Um, I'm probably going to land it at 325. Okay. Because, like I said, like Roman, the heel work that I've been waiting for for Roman Reigns for God knows how many years now, like, I, was in, I was invested. I wanted more. The show was over. It's like, okay, SmackDown on Friday. Friday Friday night, I'm like, okay, what am I doing? Yeah, SmackDown's on. Cool. So what game's on? Right. Um, Yeah, I'm going to land 3-2-5. Okay. That's fair. Um, Let's see. Shinsuke, the the tag match for the SmackDown tag titles, I'll keep at 2.5. Didn't bother me. Don't care. Whatever. Uh, The ladder match for the IC title, I'm going to bump that up to a 3. Uh, Asuka and Zelina, whatever, stays at three. Lashley and Apollo stays at three. Profits and Garza for the tag titles. Uh, two seven five. Oscar and Bailey stays at two seven five. Um, Drew and Randy got to drop to at least a two point five minimum. I'm 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 struggling to not take a whole like other quarter of a point. I just didn't want to acknowledge it. That's how bad it was. That it's like I, oh, I was willing to take two points away. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I think when it's all said and done, I'm gonna sit at I don't know somewhere between three point two five and three point five for the whole show. Um. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll I'll do like a, you know what, I'm gonna be generous. I I enjoyed the main event so much that I'm gonna say I'm gonna finish it at three point five. Yeah, the main event really took, you know, a slightly above average show and put it. I think without that main event, we'd probably be sitting at a two two five. Because you know what, the whole show was average, except for there was three matches that stood out for better or worse, and that's the ladder match. Mm-hmm. the ambulance match, and the main event. Yeah. So if I think the main event is fan-freaking-tastic, and I think the ladder match was really good, then I can't let the ambulance match really kill it too much. That's why I rated the way I rated. So if I'm gonna, if we start at 2-5, I could easily say the main event puts me at 3-5, and the ladder match puts me at 3-7-5, and then the ambulance match could bring me back down to like three five. Yeah, yeah, three five or three. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yep, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna I sit use, at three five. I use the same logic. I took a half a point. That's how I landed at three two five. Yep, I'll stay at three five. That makes sense to me. I thought again. I remember thinking to myself as soon as the show was over, going, "This pay per view was way better than it had any business being," and it's because of those two matches. The rest Ooh. of the show was average. We were dreading it. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was going to be a hunk of junk, but 
and 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 so this is what I was saying before is that I think that not having the women's tag match in here also helped out because yeah, that probably no, would not I, have been a good match. Yeah, exactly. We didn't have to worry about you know Nia Jax murdering somebody on live television, <laughs> and I didn't have to watch the Ride Squad get squashed, unfortunately. So, oh yeah, yeah they were gonna I'm, get embarrassed. You know it. Exactly. So I'm gonna sit at three five for the show. It's funny because if it wasn't it, the 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 McIntyre Orton match really colored my 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 perception of the of the of the pay per view because it, it mm-hmm. literally is one of the better pay per views that they've had in a long time. Yeah, and all the matches were were you know uh, with the exception of the last one and um, with the with the main event and the latter match which were superb. Everything everything else was above average. They and had, for yeah. them, that's amazing. They had a job to do, and they did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they actually put on a really good pay-per-view, except yeah. for Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Other than that... And I'm shocked at Drew more than anything. I don't think it was Drew's fault, though. You you, you go, all right, you're going to have an ambulance, a 20-minute ambulance match with Randy Orton, and it's going to involve run-ins from the big show, Christian... Uh, Sean Michaels and as with Ric Flair, what is Drew McIntyre supposed to do to save that match? Yeah, yeah, true. He was already. It doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter who you're putting opposed to Randy Orton in that match. It's it's just not going to end well. Nope. You know that match. You know what that match felt like? A really crappy uh, uh, WrestleMania match. Ooh, yeah. Because they they brought out all these old you know wrestlers, and I was Ooh. thinking to myself, I'm like, this is a really bad WrestleMania match that nobody wanted, and that they're cramming old wrestlers down your throat because they do it in every single WrestleMania. So I'm like, this is a WrestleMania bad match. I'm like, what's it doing here? I'm like, what are yeah. we doing? Yeah. So, thrill. Before we yes, sign sir. off. Thrilly thrill. Yes. Before we sign off. Yes. On the social medias, on the Instagrams, your co-host. Shades, enjoy your uh, vacation. Shades, who is on vacation right now. I hope he's resting and, you know, hugging Brownie. One thing I have to say is he kind of called you out. He said, uh, you know, a little something, something about the last champion, you know, not being legit. And that nobody's taking his belt from unless it's from his cold, dead glasses. He's hilarious. So Because he knows I don't have Instagram, so it's cute. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not going to give him any of my airtime and play the promo. You know, I think it's hilarious that you're the one who came after him on the weekly. And he's coming after me on Instagram, which I don't <laughs> even have. How does that make sense? <laughs> This, so, that is some Vince McMahon logic right there. <laughs> Hold on. Tommy boy is taking shots at me. Let me take a shot at Will on Instagram that he won't see because he doesn't have Instagram. What kind of logic? What kind of, man, this boy, he needs a vacation, clearly. Listen, he's taking up a lot more of my airtime right now, and let him enjoy it. Just let him enjoy it. I hope he's enjoying his vacation. I miss him because I would rather say this to his face, but... <laughs> AEW was the shot in the pan. Alan, you stopped me from winning, but I'll still give you that merch when it comes out. 
But <laughs> NXT, just wait. And with that, folks, you've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apple. This Grapples are number two. Apples, if you don't like SoundCloud, you don't uh, – you don't. <laughs> dang it. <Google>. Um, <laughs> if you don't like SoundCloud, you got Apple Podcasts, you got Google Play Music, you got iHeartRadio. doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com, Twitter.com, slash Grapples at Apples. That's Grapples, the number two apples. Apparently, we have an Instagram page also, but I don't know what that is because I don't have it. Uh, it was on his personal Instagram, sir. Ah, uh, see? Even better. What a fool. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've been one of your hosts, as always. Mr. Ill Will, the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, Major English. Whatever you need me to be, that's who I be because, baby, that's who I is joined by my very special guest i really appreciate you guys being here two days in a row straight from strong island you we had our barbecue and we had some beer the suburban brothers were here you are welcome for the ratings sir oh god you're supposed to tell them who you are what are your names you monkey excuse me you're not ddp (laughs) don't call me only my yoga instructor calls me a monkey (laughs) Listen, I had DDP call me fat, all right? <laughs> I win. Did you tell that story on the podcast or no? I, I Maybe. It was the weekend of All Out. I may have told that story on the show when he gave me the, the, the free card for uh, DDP yoga. And he was like, here. And then he looks me up and down and goes, you should really try it. And oh. I was like, I'm like, man, whatever. Do the picture. <laughs> <laughs> you should try it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, whatever. Well, anyway. The ratings, the ratings getter, the ratings grabber for Grapples to Apples, Tommy Boy. And the baby maker, Big Daddy Hugo. Once again, thank you, Will. Thank you, Shades. We're going to be listening every week, and I hope all of you listen to Grapples to Apples. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. For Don't forget to check out this past week's weekly episode, this week, next week, and every other week. Because <laughs> an apple a day. Because an apple a day keeps the bad wrestling away. Peace. Peace. Good night.